You already know. We, we, we don't talk prior to this. I'm ready for you. I've been waiting for you. So I don't even want to waste. I don't even want to waste no time getting, getting right to it. Getting right to it. BX born and raised. BX born and raised. Talk about it, man. Talk about who put the talk about who put the ball in your hand. Tell me who you was watching to get to get this love for the game. Take me there, man. Take me back in the day with you. Man, I guess it, I guess I was take after my name. I guess I mean that that was the first thing I think. You know, me getting ready coming to this world, and my you know my mom is uh looking at a Sports Illustrated book and a magazine, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is on the cover. Okay, I guess that. That has that's where my name came from, and I guess that's why I became a Laker fan out of out of out of you know out of <laughs> out of the womb. Okay, that's <laughs> what's up, mom. Shout out to mom for that. Shout <laughs> out to mom for that. Yes. So talk about growing up, man. Like you know, nowadays you know kids got trainers, you know, all types of stuff. You know, back in back in our day, you played in the park, you earned your stripes in the park. You know, what I mean, you you earned your way onto the court. Talk about what it was like just having parks on every corner and, and going outside and, and, and honing your craft. I guess that's what, you know, that's where it came from, you know, you know, you know, rewind it to when, you know, when we were growing up, like you said, big shout out to all the trainers out there, you know, giving out that knowledge and, and, and working on kids' craft and making them better. But like I said, I grew up on Burnside Avenue, you know, where Cedar Park is, man. Mm -hmm. If you know Cedar Park, that's where hip hop, you know, when they talk about the Bronx, this is where yeah. hip-hop was. So, yes, sir. you know, it was times where I couldn't even play basketball <laughs> because, you know, you got the DJs and stuff playing right. music in the park and things like that. So just growing up on Burnside Avenue gave me the love, you know, like mm. I said, with the guys that were, you know, older than me playing in the parks and stuff like this. I didn't know nothing. No, I didn't know anything about Harlem basketball or Brooklyn basketball. It was just right there in my area of me growing up eight, nine years old, going to the park, watching some of the guys in my neighborhood. And then one day just, you know, playing at State Park, you know, and things like that, River Park. River, it was not Riverbank. It was Roberto Comente. Okay. Where, you know, the towers is. And just going down there and, and working and playing. And uh, actually, a guy that I call my brother, Warren, he's, he's down there at the Virginia, Virginia area now, he's coaching and stuff like that. He really took he, – he had – Gassed me up one day, told me he was taking me down 25th Street to get some sneakers. Okay. So I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> let's go. Okay. I end up, I end up in, uh, you know, Salem Church, which, you know, a lot of guys, you know, back in my days, it was Young Life. This is mm -hmm. where the basketball team, Young Life, big shout out to, you know, Leroy Otis and Thurman Player and, you know, things like that, had a program in Salem Church. And I got there and they only had nine people. And, Everybody was mad because they wanted to play full court. And I was there. So he was like, yo, come on, get dressed or whatever. You make 10. And I guess that was history, man. Like that, and that 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 was the start of Kareem Reed. Me, they them being short of a man and mm -hmm. me filling in that day. And that's where it all started for me. So, you know, like before I come on, you know, I'm a I'm a basketball historian, but you know, I always learn things about my guests and stuff that I didn't even know. So I know you went to I know you went to St. Ray's. You know what I mean? And but I, but I gotta I gotta first. I gotta yeah, I gotta rewind a little bit and talk about the great Talentine. I don't want people to forget about Talentine, Red Archery, Brian Reese, the late Malik Silly. My yeah. man, my man Wayman Boone went to Talentine. You Big understand Wayman what I'm saying? Babe Boone. Boone went yeah, so that's Big my Boone. dude right there. Yeah, so yeah. I remember Talentine. My man Kareem Porter was there. You know what I mean? Yes, like these are all yes. names mm -hmm. before Talentine closed. So you were supposed Biggs, to go to Talentine, yeah. Kareem Biggs, Burke. yeah. Yeah. So you were supposed to go there. So talk about what happened. You know, you at Talentine. You ready to go to Talentine? Now it closes, and no, now you got to. No, I did my first year. People didn't okay. Year. Okay. I did, uh, I did my first year. We was thirty-five and one. We won the uh, JV. I won the JV championship at Talentine. Okay. With Elvis Blunt, uh, you know Russ, Russ, uh, Bernard Wheeler, uh, Bobby Gonzalez. I used to coach at uh, Providence, yeah, and stuff like that. He was he was my coach. He was our he was our ninth grade coach. So we okay. won, we won uh, JV the JV championship where we finished thirty five and one. And a week after, two weeks after the championship game, 
I'm coming to school like a normal day or whatever, and I see people out there crying. I see the news van in front of Talent Time. So I, 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 you know, I'm seeing some of the seniors, like I use the names that you named, mm -hmm. Boone and all them, outside saying the school is closed. So it was like a regular school day. We coming to school, Sean Wise, everybody, we all used to meet at the store, stuff like that, Girl Street from Talent Time. And we're in the bodega trying to hide from the news van because we don't want to do no interviews about our school closing. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, so, so you know, I took a, I took a, after that, I like took a day to, you know, I, I was lost, you know, mm -hmm. I guess 35, 40 basketball players were lost, not knowing what they were going to do, mm -hmm. you know, and people was enrolling and stuff like that. And uh, me going down to Riverside to practice one night. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, I'm going to figure, I'm going to do what I, you know, I'm basically, I want to know where I'm going to go to school at and decide where I'm going to go to school at. Never had St. Raymond's in mind because I didn't, you know, me looking at St. Raymond's, you know, I, I didn't think I, I didn't know. I didn't think I fit. Mm -hmm. or I, you know, they had, you know, they had guys there, whatever, things like that. And God bless Mr. Lloyd. She came and said, uh, Gary DeCesar said he don't want nobody but you. Mm. So it was, I'm like, mm. huh? You know, mm. me and, like I said, because St. Ray's, I never, when I was, when I was picking a high school, St. Ray's wasn't in, you know, no same. I never heard about St. Raymond. I mean, I heard about St. Raymond, but it wasn't no interest or whatever. And um, it was, you know, so, you know, Hollows and Hayes and, right. and Talentine, those right. schools or whatever that I guess that was really, you know, recruiting me or whatever you want to say it. And uh, right. when he said that, I said, huh? So I sat down with uh, Coach Caesar, and uh, it was it was history after that. I met the, I met some of the guys. He, I went up to New Rochelle that summer. Mm -hmm. Played with them in New Rochelle before the season started, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Okay, let me give it a try, or whatever." And you know, a week into, two weeks into school year, I'm thinking I'm there. I'm you know because they loaded. Yeah. They just you know they just had won the championship. They just had won yeah. the city city and state championship. I knew that Terrence and them was graduating, but mm -hmm. they still had you know team coming back with Dana Dingle and all the senior led team. So I didn't I didn't know where I fit in at. G. Irvin, G. Irvin, yeah. So uh, <laughs> one day I got in the office. I'm coming where I'm rewinding. I'm going to, we're going to uh, workouts and I'm seeing everybody Tom Penders, the Jerry Bayhans, all the Big East coaches. And this is just workout. This is us mm -hmm. lifting weights and just playing mm -hmm. open gym. Mm -hmm. But I'm seeing all these coaches in the gym and I'm like, wow, you know what I'm saying? So one day Gary came, I got it, I had a meeting with Gary. He's like, what you want to do? You want to play JV again? And and just dominate. You already got a JV championship where you want to play varsity and, and sit behind some guys and learn. You know, and I'm like, man, I want to learn. You know what I'm saying? I want to <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Top 10 in the, the team is top 10 in the country. Right. I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, man, mm -hmm. I want to, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm thinking, okay, I I play 10th grade. I, you know what I'm saying? I play and, and earn my stripes. Mm -hmm. And then for two years, it'll be, you know, it'll work itself out. Like I said, still probably never not having that big of aspirations of college, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. not knowing where did I, knowing where I stand, mm -hmm. and got a chance to you know play my sophomore year. Absolutely. So talk about talk about learning, man. I don't had I don't have book on here. I don't have Terrence Wrench on here. I got Reggie Freeman about to come on here. Like I, I'm a I'm an honorary Saint Ray's right now. I feel like I got everybody from Saint Ray's on the show, but. Talk about that. You know, like Terrence went out to Terrence went out to Texas and kind of started that New York City to Texas pipeline. You know what I mean? Then High Five went out to, to Texas, you know, and all y'all. And it's funny because we was on a chat last night. Yeah. And those are my those are my guys. Yeah. The left hand, the left hand crew. Yes, but, sir. Yes, sir. Know, T Rent, T big shout out to T Rencher, man. Like I really had a great talk with him last night. And that's uh -huh. you know, that's we haven't had one of those in a while, you know what I'm saying? That that was my one of my, you know, my role models growing growing up, you know, left mm -hmm. hand Terry Frencher. So mm -hmm. I wanted going to St. Ray's, yeah. I wanted to follow his, his footsteps. But that was my I told him I was it was Arkansas, Texas. Oh really? So, okay, we're gonna get to that. Been, don't yeah. don't jump, don't jump on me. Don't jump on me. Don't jump on me. So hold on now. So hold on. So back to back city championships, which we know. It's hard to do. You understand what I'm saying? State chip, state chip your junior year. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, but back to back state championships your junior and senior year. No, we lost my senior year. We didn't, oh, you we did? Lost the, yeah, we lost to Felipe my city my my senior. Year. Okay, okay. So back to back cities. Okay, so back to back cities. Okay, so now 1994 senior year McDonald's All American game, and it's being played at St. John's. Yes. So not only now this is back when. It wasn't no McDonald's All American game if you ain't have no New York City dudes up in there. It wasn't no it wasn't no McDonald's game if you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Felipe that's Felipe, you know, basically that's Felipe's year. Everybody know that. Mm-hmm. So you got Felipe, you got Zendon, they both going to St. John's, and now you in the game. Yeah. I got it. Mean. I'm a little salty that you ain't go to St. John's. I'm gonna be honest with you. But you it was, made the right choice. You made the right yeah, choice, yeah. though. Was, you know what I mean? I mean? But it was it was just electric because I watched the game this morning. I had to put the clip online. I watched the game this morning, and you know what I mean? Like it was a different ball game when you got in. They let you know Wojciechowski started the game, but then when you came in there, it was like, nah, we in the city. We're not walking the ball up. Yeah. And you was just playing Kareem Reed basketball. So like, talk uh-huh. about that experience when you got on that stage, man. I guess. I guess before that stage, I mean, we was having to talk with people and, you know, kids this, these days mm-hmm. where picking a school and it doesn't fit them, you mm-hmm. know? So it goes back to me picking Arkansas, you know what I'm saying, like that. Mm-hmm. But before the McDonald game, before that, that was me up-tempo. That was my – that was who made Kareem. Right. You know, when me yeah. growing up and not starting in some games. So I was always the game changer when I got into the game. Right. You know, so that was, yeah. you know, it fits right with my nickname. I was a secret because right. I was, you know, growing up, I was six or seven man, maybe coming off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Freshman year, talent time, I was a six man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was always so that, I mean, I guess the best kept secret fit fit the name. Right. But it wasn't, you know, it was just, it was an honor to be there. And I said, I'm going to be, if I got in there, I was going to show out, especially in my, in my city. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So. It was hard work to get there. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if I would have made it. You know, if Iverson didn't happen, that didn't happen with Iverson. AI, you know, right? Yeah. Taking away from what I did, that's some mm-hmm. I got in a year and a half. Like you said, I was city and state, city and state champion. Came back and defended my championship. I won seventeen MVPs in a row. Mm-hmm. So it was like just me getting in an announcement that I was a McDonald All American. Right. That was that was. That was it right there for me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I knew in the garden, I was going to show everybody. I wanted mm-hmm. to do that anyway, but I, it was in my home. So I already knew when I came in, I was going to turn up. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's I knew that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got mm-hmm. my, my neighborhood there. I got, you know, I'm still undecided. Everybody else side. Mm-hmm. I still had a chip on my shoulder that, you know, I didn't know if I was going to make it, mm-hmm. you know. And me being a finalist for it, you know, people don't even know that I talked about the other day. It was like, they were saying I should have got MVP of the game, mm-hmm. you know, the, the you know the the the, the people and, and everybody, you know, because what I did with you know, I probably, <laughs> I, like I said, I had everybody. Even Felipe gave me a big shout out during his he interview. He did. Yeah. Nah, he definitely did because you came in there and what you always did was, you showed people you can score. The knock on you was always the jump shot, but you came in there it was knocking down threes. Like, you it's know what I mean? threes down, yeah, right? Yeah, was knocking down threes. So. But then you always you always set the table for others. That's what you did. That was your specialty. Let me break you down, get in the lane, and I'm going to dish off. And that's what you did. But it was the pace of the game for me. Mm-hmm. When I watched it today, the pace changed so much. You know it what changed. I mean? The off the backboard alley-oop, the grid. Like, you know what I mean? So all that came into effect. And now it comes down to Texas and Arkansas now. Well, yeah, Both, and well. and to me, yeah, and to me, you really couldn't have made a bad choice with the style of play. Both styles of play really, really fit you. Mm-hmm. Tell me, tell tell the viewers what what put you over the top with Arkansas. I mean, them just being loyal and faithful to me, and you can see now, you know, nineteen years removed, just getting a degree from that university. So yes. you know, yes, it was just Coach Richardson, man, Coach Richardson, Coach Anderson, and the staff. And the team, you know, they they showed me love when I because mm-hmm. I didn't have my score. Yes. So you know, I didn't have my score, and a lot of schools backed up off me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. dumb K 
California, University of Cal mm -hmm. in Texas, stayed loyal through the mm -hmm. whole time. You know, mm -hmm. big shout out to Coach Penders and, and Coach Bozeman at that time mm -hmm. at California. You know, Jason, yep. it's funny, Jason Kidd and, and uh, Tony Gonzalez was my host at the University of California. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah it, was, it was crazy. But, yeah, I, 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 I fell in love spring break here. If mm -hmm. anybody knows Fairville in 1994, spring 95, spring break, it was yeah. nobody there. You know, they right. were just coming back from qualifying from the uh, qualifying to go to the final four. Yeah. And I took my visit in between that time. Okay. So it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Me getting to see uh, when they arrive at the airport, 3,000 fans there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. that, that late at night when they arrive, you know, just just the the the, uh, the charisma that Coach Richardson had. You know, mm -hmm. he, he kept it real with me. You know, at that, at that time, legendary black coach, mm -hmm. you know, he came on Burnside Avenue, you know, like yeah. you know any, anybody knew me, all my visits happened at the school. You know, I didn't have a, a good house upbringing. So yeah. in my neighborhood, we wasn't bringing coaches in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So one night at 930 at night, Coach Risson rose up in my neighborhood. And I mean, I think that's that 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 sealed the deal where he really, he disobeyed Coach Risson's. I mean, well, he didn't listen to Coach Caesar's wishes. Right. He said, I want to know this. I want to go. I want to go know this kid. You know, right. I want to really see who this, what this kid is. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, when I got back on the plane, it was it. When I got when I got home in New York, coach, 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 the season, like, what you doing? I said, I'm going I'm going to Arkansas. He's like, man, what, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? But not right. knowing we came down here, you know, coach Richardson was I mean, coach, the season was very strategic what he did. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you got it from book and you got it from Terrence. Yeah. Like his mind game was preparing us for when we hit the wall, you know, right. times when we hit the wall. So it's always, you know, I say Gary DeCesar changed my life, man. He, he, he helped me tremendously. Absolutely. No doubt. So you get to, you get out to Arkansas, you know what I mean? They, they, a couple years, a year or two removed from winning the national championship. You had to sit out that, you had to sit out that first so year. So yeah, we won. Yeah, we, they won it. They won it. And then the year I got here, they the lost the championship was, game, right? Yeah, the day school started, they said I was ineligible. Mm. So that whole mm. year, I had to go through if I was there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Coach Richardson used to say, because I didn't get to practice with them or anything. So yeah. Coach, Coach Richardson used to always say, man, if I had my, if I had my point guard, we'll be undefeated. Yeah. This and that. And then, you know, me to hear that in the national championship when we lose, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because we need a game. We need a game. At that time, the game was changing. We needed a, a, a game changer, and I guess mm -hmm. I, I would have been the game changer. But yeah. you know, I was I was mad about that, so I guess that's what maybe come back and get SEC Freshman of the Year the next year. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and, that's take, and, and take nine freshmen, me, 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 myself, and nine eight freshmen went to the Sweet Sixteen game against UMass. Yes, absolutely. And you know, so I know, like you formed a, a, a good relationship and bond with Scotty Thurman while you were out there, and. You know, Scotty's an Arkansas legend. I obviously hit one of the, the biggest shots in history, in Arkansas biggest history. Shot, and a lot of people don't remember Scotty Thurman, but Scotty Thurman was nice too. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, so like yeah, you said, yeah, your numbers out there. Williamson. Ooh, yeah, ooh. Clint McDaniel, all them dudes, man. Yes, all them. So I, I mean, got 40 I minutes to hell, man. I wish I would have got a chance to play with that team, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So, you went in there, your numbers have always been the same. Like, you know, if you need to put the ball in the basket, you could do that. You know what I mean? Yes. But you were you were a point guard first. Yes. So I mean, your numbers, 11 points, six, seven assists, that was, that was Kareem Reed. So, but if you take my 11 points and my seven assists, I'm getting 25 a game. You understand what I'm saying? And you got it. Mm -hmm. You got it. You got to balance out the two because other people, yes. other people got to get involved. When you take yeah, somebody like, me. you know, you take somebody like Pat Bradley. Yeah, but that was you always, Pat, you know, yeah. That, that was my game, like you said. Mm -hmm. And then some games, you see in the city championship, 38, mm -hmm. state mm -hmm. championship, 35. Mm -hmm. When I needed to score, <laughs> I can score. But yes. my whole thing was, of course, growing up, my my role models, Magic Johnson, and and and. Kenny Anderson, so mm -hmm. I used to see the, you know, Raj Strickland, I see them do a fancy pass and get the crowd. Yeah. Or the pass, they see 
the big man, reward the big man, you know? So mm -hmm. it, was, it was always a team thing with me. So, mm -hmm. you know, and it was funny because even me going overseas, the same numbers and stuff like that. And, you know, some nights I have it going and I'm scoring or they going under and I'm hitting threes. And the president came to me, it was funny, in, in France, it was like, man, we didn't know you could score like this. I said, <laughs> I didn't need to. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't right. need to. You don't pay me for that, you know? Right. You know, and at at five nine, five ten, who you know, who was going? You know, they don't make scorers like that. You know, and mm -hmm. things like that. You, got, you know, so my thing was, I know for me to continue and to succeed in life, I had to be a distributor. Absolutely, and you did that well. So I'm looking in the record books. Every single assist record in Arkansas, <laughs> yeah. you 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 sit at number one. Every yes. ever since you've been going for over twenty years now, yes, and you sit on top of every single assist record in Arkansas history, which has a rich, which has a rich tradition. And yes. then I looked at there's ten single season, single game assist record, and you got five out of the ten of them. Yes, <laughs> talk about what that means to you, like you know what I mean, like and you and you lost a year down there. You understand what I'm saying, like. Talk about what that meant to you as a, as a point, you know, as a point guard. You understand what I'm saying? Like, because that's what a point guard is supposed to do first in that time was get everybody else involved. And that just goes to show that you did exactly what you were supposed to do. Yeah, and it was, and that's, like you just said, that's what, and probably never, like I said, kids or uh, see guys, they look for that. And we were talking about, I think we had a conversation, some of us and some other guys had a conversation about that the other day. And I'm like, and I always tease everybody, like, I'm still, yeah, after that, it's going to be hard to touch that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, with, mm -hmm. it was the, with the game, how the game changed or whatever. Mm -hmm. and I, like I said, it's been standing there for, you know, 19 years. And I broke a legendary, like you said, you look at that Lee Mayberry, a guy like that, you know. So I broke his record. And it was a, mm -hmm. it was a big honor for me to even be in the ballpark because he was considered the best point guard ever play at University of Arkansas. Mm -hmm. He was tough. So, you know, a kid from, you know, New York City to lead a major university, you know, University of Arkansas and assist and still hold that record. And like you mm -hmm. said, it was it was a great accomplishment for me. You know what I'm saying? So even right now, we, we I go around and I brag and it's a kid down and now here. Or when I meet the, the new guard here, you know, mm -hmm. check that record. You know, Shorty, check that record book. Yeah, you know absolutely. And, and you know, tease them because I want to give them something to look up to. But I know right. it's going to be a hard... It's gonna be a hard thing to do. No question about it, man. And so, um, I'm a big, I'm a big advocate of the student athlete. Student first, you know what I mean. Books before ball. I'm a, I'm a big advocate of that. So we're talking about McDonald's All American. We're talking about assist record at Arkansas and all this kind of stuff and and money made playing this game that you love. But the thing that sticks out to me the most, and you kind of slipped in there earlier was you came back to Arkansas and you graduated. I had to. I had, I mean, I, I guess I had to. And I, like you said, and I was, I was a big advocate. But growing up where I grew up at and a lot where these kids grow up at, you know, so I don't I take that from nobody, you know, mm -hmm. to, not, to not get it done at that mm -hmm. time. You know, still an mm -hmm. athlete. I mm -hmm. almost I almost wasn't here because mm -hmm. I didn't take care of my grades. Right. You know, that and that's mm -hmm. what we talked about to be sitting out my first year because mm -hmm. it was it was books, you know, it was all, it was basketball for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Books mm -hmm. came second. Yeah. But not knowing that I'm gonna need the books to play basketball. Mm -hmm. Well knowing it, but uh but when you at that age you think you're untouchable, you know what I'm saying? You Absolutely. Know, things like that. So, you know, coming back mm -hmm. was the hardest thing. But after I finished basketball Knowing the things that I wanted to do with getting back into coaching and things like that, I couldn't do it without having that that degree. And I think it says a lot for the University of Arkansas. It could be it could be really really easy to say, okay, well he left, he didn't get it done. You know what I'm saying? But this goes back to you saying, Coach Richardson showed up on my block. Coach Anderson was there for me. And so when you came back, Coach back. Anderson was the head coach there and said, nah, like, coach and, you're still, and you're still family. Working, yeah. yeah, you're and still Scottie family Thurman here. Was, yeah. And Scotty Thurman was working with the school, and he kept saying, yo, come back, come back. So, mm -hmm. you know, me coming back to New York and 
couldn't, you know, couldn't maybe handle life after basketball because mm -hmm. now I'm not giving out them assists. Now I'm not putting them points in the basket. So it's like, okay, now what have you done for me lately? Or yeah. do you have your paperwork? You know, mm -hmm. with me having a team or getting a team together or helping the school, the school out. And when the season starts, they tell me, okay, you got to go sit up in the crowd because mm -hmm. you're not certified or you don't have your degree. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, no, nah, I can't, you know, I can't do that. You know, and I've just coming, you know, I usually always come back to Arkansas and, you know, staff and administration usually like, you know, we're going to get you back in school. And I always, for four or five years, I'd be like, okay, I'm coming back. When I come back, I used to always come back before I go overseas. Mm -hmm. And I get a job, you know, or mm -hmm. overseas a call. And this time it was, like I said, the last time, it wasn't no more call. It wasn't no more call. And I showed up in coach office with two bags and I said, I'm here. Right. No, you that's, know, that's, yeah. that's definitely love, man. That's definitely love, man. I, and I applaud you. I applaud you for that. I, I know what it's like to have to go back after years and get it. But you know, when we talk to kids, that's the first thing that we preach is education. And it, and it, it feels, and it feels better when we know that we have the education to back that up. Yeah. You understand what uh -huh. I'm saying? Because a lot of people are going to say, yo, they want that life that you had of being a McDonald's All-American and, and being a pro player. But it's like, yo, want that piece to him, to Kareem Reed that got that college degree yes. as well. You know what I mean? So I talked to Terrence about that. I talked to Sham God about going back and getting his degree. That's super huge for you guys who have these big, these big basketball auras. You know what I mean? So, again, we applaud you for that, man. Um, so... You know, I lost track of you for a little bit, but then there was a time where like street ball was in. There was that there was that golden era of street ball and you know the N one mixtapes and then but then the EBC mm -hmm. kind of became like the pro game, you know what I mean? So like all the pros wanted to get to Rucker and it was it was high stakes out there. So, you know, talk about getting into that street ball kind of taking it back to the genesis of where you started from. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, like I, said, I, I got a chance to about 13, 14, always to hear about it or whatever, but never could go, you know, or it was time to get back, you know, me playing Riverside or anything. It was time for me to get back to the Bronx. It wasn't yeah. no hanging out in Harlem. I had, yeah. you know, I had friends and all that, but I'm from the Bronx. So mm -hmm. it was practice game, go back to the Bronx. Mm -hmm. And one night, uh, one of the guys on the team was like, yo, my brother playing uptown. Let's walk uptown and see my brother play. And when I seen that crowd, that atmosphere, I'm like, at 13, 14 years old, I'm like, what is this? They're like, oh, this the, you know, because I'm hearing about the, the ruck all the time, but I never really, you know, I get to drive by or whatever and see it. But for me to experience it, I said, oh, yeah, I'm, I need to play in this. So, right. you know, finishing that next year, uh, meet Mousy. Me, my mm. big shout out to my guy Mousy. Legend. Came, I'm getting ready to play against Sham. Me and Sham are playing on a Saturday afternoon in, in Citywide, Summer Citywide. And me and Sham have one of our wars that we always have. And after the game, Mouse come up to me like, yo, what's up, man? What's going on? Lefty, I've been hearing a lot about you. What was going on? Whatever. I'm like, nothing. Cool and chilling, whatever. He's like, what you ready to do now? I'm like, I got another game up in Marble Hill. Yeah. Shout out to Marble Hill. Shout out to Chris Riley. Uh, and I, he's like, I'm gonna give you a ride up there. So I got in the car with Mouse or whatever. He gives me a ride up there, or whatever. And uh, this going into my tenth grade year, actually. Mm -hmm. I met him the summer of my ninth grade year. So uh, I go. He comes up there. I'm on the lamp line with another team. Mousey go gets a team. He asked the guy because they everybody you know at that time Mousey's bringing the heavy hitters, mm -hmm. all the top high school players. Yeah. But I'm yeah. playing with somebody else. But he got all the high school players in the car with him, or they, they're in the area. They he told him to hold on. And two hours later, I'm playing with Mousy Dream Team. <laughs> and, it, and it was, you know, it was history. We, we, uh, we, we kept all winter. He kept up with me in school or whatever. And then that summer, he's like, yo, you playing with me in 55th. And it was Mousy's Dream Team. It's funny because somebody just posted when I hit that shot against Joe Smith or whatever. <laughs> And, and ABC, yeah. Joe Smith. <laughs> yeah, Listen, like, we got we got to get to that story. Yes. We so, got to yeah, get to that, that story too. So that 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 was my, you know, I went through the whole season, you know, the best kept secret or lefty mm -hmm. or whatever, and you know, 
about the seventh game of the season, sixth game of the season, here comes uh, Joe Smith and X-Ray Hip mm -hmm. uh, and them guys, you know, older mm -hmm. guys. that did that whole year. I'm, we in high school. Me and mm -hmm. Steph, Kerry, we all in high school. We, you know, uh, half man, half amazing, Wally Dixon. We had, you know, we had a, but we were young. We were the young right. kids on the block, you know, so everybody, every week, everybody trying to beat up on us. Every week, every week, but we kept winning, we kept winning, and then I think that game took us over the hump mm -hmm. with Joe Smith, you know, Mr. Day, Mr. 911. He was going to be first pick in the NBA draft yeah. the next week. So they had Conrad McCrad, Conrad, God bless the dead, Conrad McCrad, everything. So I had 40 some points on him. I came, out one, my, one. I came out my shelf and hit the buzzer beater. I came out my shelf. That was that was the birth of Kareem Reed at EBC, at which was known as the Rucker. Me mm -hmm. hitting the buzzer beater my first year against Joe Smith and him. Legend, that's a legendary story. I needed, I needed to get that up. I needed to get that up on here, yeah. Because there's so uh, many stories at 55th that people talk about, and I'm sure, yeah. like every time you went there, there was like there were stories like, "Yo, such and such gonna show up today." You know what I mean? So that was the beauty of it. I'm sure, like in playing in there, because you never knew who was going who was to show up. Who was showing up? And then, of course, that you know, when we fast forwarded to that, that you know, that year when it's EBC America, when we got you know playing against Baron Davis and Nate mm -hmm. Robinson and Jamal Crawford, you know, the NBA guys, that's when they came out heavy or playing mm -hmm. against that Murder Inc. team when they had Lonnie Harrell and, yeah. you know, you know, stuff like that. So it, every week, like you said, you never know who's going to come. Master P will bring an NBA guy. Everybody had an NBA guy because I guess that was it at that time. God bless the dead. Again, Greg Marius, he was – you know, I want to play. Everybody want to play in the 55th. So they, he was putting, helping people select teams, which mm -hmm. team they were going to play on and things like that. Or sometimes they was only there for one day. So it was like, oh, you got to play with this team. There's the only four teams that's playing. So, you know, so it was like any given day you come into that park, you're going to get an NBA player. Absolutely. And now talk about, you know, talk about like, you know, because you didn't, you know, obviously at, at some point you left Mousy. And then you got yeah. with Fat, and then you got with you got with Fat Joe and Terror Squad. Well, no, I came by where when I left Mousy, Mousy wasn't Fat Joe yet. When okay. actually I didn't, leave, you know, I I went to Sugar Hill, which okay. became Vacant Lot. Okay, some of my Lot. guys, okay. yeah, some of my guys that uh I grew up with wound up getting the team. Okay, and I wound up, you know, at the end it was getting crowded. You know, Mouse didn't push me. I was getting crowded. I probably wanted something new. Actually, you know what I'm saying at the end day. Mouse was always remained my family. It was always my family to this day. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it was maybe time for me to, I was blossoming. It was time for me to probably to move around. I already had one with Mouse or whatever, stuff like that. So I left for two years. Mm -hmm. One year I played and one year I sat out. So okay. one year I played, I played with Sugar Hill. And then the next year I didn't play the whole, the whole year. I was kind of mad or banned because I didn't get MVP. I felt that I supposed to get MVP of the whole season. Mm -hmm. Had numerous great games or whatever. And I, I supposed to have been MVP, but I didn't get it. So the next year I was on my, my boycott, being, you know, being yeah. being a young, dumb kid, which, you know, and but I was traveling too much, traveling a lot anyway, mm -hmm. and trying to pick a school. Well, no, this after. Yeah. And uh, Kate wound up reunite with, reunite with Mouse when he went to Terrace Squad. Okay. When Mouse left, uh, I think he was at, he was Bad Boys. They went to Bad Boys. I didn't go with them to Bad Boys. I played with somebody else when Mouse was bad boy, but then when Joe confronted Mouse to come to Terror Squad, Mouse of course came and got his hitter. He came and got his point guard. So <laughs> yeah. he brung, you know, he brought his son back home. <laughs> no question about it. the terror, the terror era. Y'all called the, the, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. So, you know, like at some point, you know, the ball stops, the ball stops bouncing at some point. Yeah. For every for everybody. You for know everybody. what I mean? So talk about, you know, when it was coming to that, when it was coming to that time for you, talk about like where your head was at. Were you prepared to make that transition? Was it an easy transition for you? Talk about that. Cause it's not easy for everybody to stop playing. No, it actually, That's all you've known. It actually wasn't. It was very hard for me. Like I said, it was very hard with uh, making some bad investments money wise, uh, not going overseas when I supposed to have been. You know, mm -hmm. I played, like I said, I played in probably every 
every every pro lead out, you know. Mm -hmm. I won an NBDL championship when it was the D League mm -hmm. with Asheville. I won an ABA championship with the Arkansas Rim Rockers. So I was I played with the Harlem Globetrotters. You know, I won a US USBL championship. So every minor league I played in the CBA and all that when I was turning down half a million dollars. Quarter, you know what I'm saying? Two hundred fifty thousand. I was turning those down because I felt like I, I wanted to play in the NBA. That was my dream. When that, when I really got into it, when I took basketball serious, of course, I wanted to play in the NBA. So, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we won Kingdom too. Somebody asked about Kingdom. So, yeah, I went. So, after that, so I went over there to France late, wound up making two All-Star games, uh, winning uh, a back-to-back skill challenge twice. Uh, and then, like I said, I signed the two-year deal, and my team folded. Mm -hmm. And the, my whole thing with overseas, with me growing, with me getting into the overseas part of the life, I didn't want to get over there. I heard overseas story where people weren't getting paid and all that. So I'm like, I'm not going to go a country, a whole different country that I'm not familiar with, not to get paid. So that was a lot of my not going over there. Mm -hmm. You know, then, you know, leading into... Me, last cut of the new when, when New Orleans Hornets with Baron Davis. That's when me mm -hmm. and Baron got close. Mm -hmm. Me being the last cut and going down to the D lead and leading the D lead and assisting two years in a row and not getting called up. So it was just felt that I was so close to it or whatever. And then it, it snuck up on me with me not knowing, you know, it's, it was time to give it up or it was coming to an end. You know, I probably, if that team wouldn't have folded, like I said, I was. I had a lot of money invested into that the team that folded or whatever. So with me coming back to New York without what I, you know, that whole sum of me buying a car, doing other things, financial things, I needed that two years. Probably I needed that two year deal. Mm -hmm. I did. So me coming back with not 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 as much money that I thought I was gonna have, and me actually have to stay in New York. Usually it was New York for two months, three months. But now me having to be in New York for 12 months for a whole year and pay rent and, and, and see every, you know, see my family. It was a lot of pressure on me. Absolutely. Which, you know what I'm saying? And me not, not with a plan. So coaching, right. like I said, I never, I never, I wanted to coach, but I didn't know where to start. You know, I, you know, my pride was probably, I was stuck on my pride and I want to ask for nothing or, you know, ask for help or whatever, things like that. So, it was a real dark part of my life that time. And I probably was in there for like two years, not knowing what I was going to do. Well, not knowing what I wanted to do or whatever. Mm -hmm. I know I needed to finish school and things like that, but it was like leaving New York again to move to Arkansas. It was like, uh, you know, like really buckling yeah. down, getting back in that classroom. So it was like my low was my low. You know, my one of my, my best friends had got locked up. And people around me was disappearing, you know. So it was just like, you know what? I got to get out of here. Yeah. And like I said, I made a, I made a men's with myself. Like when July come, I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. You know, people were trying to get me to coach their team that summer. I had coached the Fat Joe team the year, the summer before. Mm -hmm. They wanted me to coach 55th and help bring 55th mm -hmm. back with the Terror Squad. And I just got on a plane and came to Arkansas, man. Like I tell you, with them two bags, yeah. and, and it was history. Like from there. Absolutely. So when you went out there with them two bags, did you did you know like when I go out there, I'm not coming back? You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna make Arkansas my home. I didn't have I didn't have any I didn't have no other choice. Okay. I didn't have any other choice. Like I said, I was you know no I was halfway living on the streets. Like to be for real, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it was like yeah, and that's me being real, like 100. percent Like it was that that's what it was coming to, like or. Me doing something that was going to help me for the rest of my life. Picking right. up, you know, like I said, picking up a habit or, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or a drug or something like that and doing something that, that wasn't me. Right. So, you know, that was, that was my whole thing. Like, I knew that was, I bought a one-way ticket, everything, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was me just saying it, it was over for New York for me. Now, I feel you on that, and I appreciate you being transparent about that with, with us on that. Um, yeah. So now, like, so talk about talk about your life in Arkansas now. Like, what are you what are you up to? You got the degree now. What are you up to out there? It's great. I mean, I mean, I've been coaching uh, since I've been out here. I've been I joined with a program, uh, Arkansas 
athlete outreach, and it's an outreach program ran by a former Razorback, and he gave me a chance to to train at his, his facility and uh, hand, handle day-to-day uh, -day activities and events. So, you know, event director there, putting on tournaments, putting on clinics for the kids. And then for the last couple, last four years, I've been coaching. I got them when they was in fifth grade when I got here, or sixth grade. Now I was coaching a, a good boys team, and I had a great uh, girls team a couple of years ago where I got three, four D1 prospects with the girls, but I'm not coaching them no more. Mm -hmm. This past year, I spent a lot of chance. You know, I got the shirt on. I okay. spent a lot of time. I know your boy Jay Jay on here from Team Takeover. Yes, sir. You know, so, yeah. uh, last year, I got a, I got the pleasure to travel with the Mocan, the Mocan family last year or whatever during the EYBL circuits or whatever stuff like that, and and during the Peace Jam experience. Mm -hmm. So I've been working with them closely over the last couple of months, and you know, right? Actually, hoping that this year when it, if it opens back up. Mm -hmm. Maybe help coaching on one of the teams this year with them or whatever. Nah, that's amazing, man. And, and speaking and this year, we also I, I coached at a high school. I was a, a volunteer coach at a school out here called Harbor High School. We won uh we won the conference first year coach. We won the conference. We finished up twenty four and five. You know, so you know doing just whatever you know trying to crack into it. You know, hopefully you know I've been having a lot of contact with Coach Anderson and, and Coach Cleveland up at St. John's. You know, just put it out there like with with Terrence and just going and letting everybody know that I finished school. I, I love basketball. I want to be into basketball. Well, that's, that's my life. So you absolutely. Know, that was a big thing with me, you know, especially going to get the degree. Yeah, absolutely. Now, nah, no question about it. And that's the first thing I thought about when, um, when that Arkansas staff came up here with your, with your New York City salute, tie. Salute my guy, my guy, Randy Livingston on here. Salute. Is he? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Real Coach Liv. Okay, I gotta I, I gotta get Randy Livingston on the show. Uh -huh. Randy yeah, Livingston, TV. Randy Livingston, I'm coming for you, Randy Livingston. I need shout you out, on the show, yeah. Randy Livingston, man. Shout out to T Wrencher, shout out to T Wrencher. Yes, he sir. T Wrench, my dude. T Wrench is my guy, man. So, you uh -huh. know, like I, we thought like with the New York City ties that you know you might get that shot on Coach Anderson's staff, and I'm yeah, I'm I putting it out in the atmosphere my, right now. Yeah, I didn't have my I didn't have my I didn't have my degree. When okay. uh, when he got the job, but I spoke to him. Randy said he's here. What up? Yeah, I got you. I'm I'm reaching out to you, Randy. So yeah, last year when he got the job, me and him spoke. You know, because the night before he got the job, he called me and asked me. He was like, he was on his way up there, whatever stuff like that. What do I think of St. John's? And I I gave him my blessings and I told him like, you know what what it was gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Or you know try to help him. You know what what St. John's the history and you know what it's like. And, right. you know, so he, he told me, go take care of your business. And hopefully, I, you know, I'm here, coach. <laughs> Yo, we need that. We need right. that sauce, man. I need them to help bring St. John's back back to yes, where he was, uh -huh. man, for sure, man. We need to make it hot again, man. So, yep. you know, as we as we get ready to wind this thing down, man, like, let me get your opinion on, you know, why you think so many New York City kids are leaving – New York City. Guess we were talking. I guess it is funny because we were talking. Like I said once again, I'm I'm I've been doing a lot of these, a lot of these podcasts or a lot of these conversations. Not saying mm -hmm. podcast, just you know tapping into the Truck Brian show, yeah. tapping in, you know tapping into other guys. And a kid got mad about a certain situation where we were trying to explain. I had to break it down to him, saying New York right now, you know, or just the put it in perspective it's the rules of certain people you can't go as far you know you can play in one tournament you yeah. know and stuff like that so you don't get to get you know so new york is new york is down the talent is down you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i'm not saying you know if you check on new york and dc basketball dmv basketball whatever things like that you can see in that 80s and 90s and early 2000s it's about seven eight killers on one team mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not just one. One is not a you know one is not a team. One is a star. Right. So it seems like yeah, where you gonna get like every night? It was a tough battle. Mm -hmm. Tuesday we playing at Cardinal Hayes. Mm -hmm. Saturday we playing Rice. You know what I'm saying? With the typical the caliber guard the guys. That's what I'm saying. With as a whole, yeah, it might be one two guys, but I'm talking about when it was eighty guys. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. So my thing with talent wise, I, I feel like it's down. 
because you don't get enough exposure now. You know, we say New York is New York, but New York got all the exposure. We got, growing up, I got all my exposure out of town. Mm -hmm. We're traveling the season. Like I said, we, we played in Beach Ball Classic. We played in uh, San Diego. We went to Hawaii. We went to Alaska. And at the same time, like you said, so now these kids are going to the Oak Hills or the, the prep schools because they're going to these, they playing against these other, yes. I see that Xavier Lutheran played against prolific prep. Yes. You know, things yes. like that. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. with that being said, you know what I'm saying? Or it's two, three All-Americans in New York, like right. when I was growing up. So, yeah. Or in a practice, you're getting eight, nine college coaches at your practice because of what the guys Salute to the guys that, like I said, the same ways that paved the way. Mm -hmm. so the guys wasn't, the coach wasn't there to see Kareem Reed at first. Yeah. T. Wrench and them made it, that, you know, they know, oh, I got to be at St. Ray's because there's some talent there. Yes. You know, I got to yeah. be at this school because there's some talent there. Or, mm -hmm. you know, they remember the ninth grader from, the 10th grader from two years ago when they came. Now he's yeah. now Kareem's a senior. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying with that, where somebody has to, yeah, somebody has to, bring them there or like i said so my thing with that yeah, is it's down for you know, sure people say it's not but I, I as me looking in and you seeing what's what's happening and transpiring in new york it's down to me looking out it's not me hating on new york it's right. me as a one of the not founders but me as a spokesman that went through it and the ogs paved the way mm -hmm. that's what it is nobody they they not listening to the ogs Right, and that's when I'm 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 disappointed in New York basketball. Absolutely, because these guys ain't listening to the OGs or, or getting advice. Like mm -hmm. when I was growing up, I got advice. I'm going to see Kenny Anderson. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting after the game, or mm -hmm. a guy like Future or you know Streetball Legend. Mm -hmm. I'm 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 picking his brain. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yes. I'm sitting and watching games. I'm not on my phone. I'm not on Instagram. I'm at the park. I'm yeah. playing eight o'clock, but I'm at the five o'clock game watching. Mm -hmm. Nah, you no know, question. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's more of you want to go at somebody's neck. And I, I I grew up like that, but I still had the respect. I, You know, like I said, on the court, I was a, I was a monster. I, I, I mm -hmm. bite your finger off or whatever, but off the yeah. court, I, I, I respected it. I wanted, mm -hmm. you know, I wanted to learn or whatever, but I had to have that to, to, to be who I am. I had to have that heart or I had to make up, you know, me, going funny, going back into the last dance the last week. And they said, some of the stories Mike made up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to piss them off. Yeah. You know, stuff yeah. like that. Or I got beef with, I hate, I didn't hate Steph's, but I, yeah. I you know, me and Steph was the, we brothers. Mm -hmm. Me and my brother, like, he he taught me a lot. But mm -hmm. when we played against him, you wouldn't know that. You have to. Like, you, you have know, to. You look at that golden hoops, you look at something like, my guy, yeah, uh, Urban Walker said, man, I know you killed Steph like that. But that's, you know, mm -hmm. off the court, when you look back at it, yeah, but that wasn't my, that wasn't my demeanor, right. but I, I had to do that. Yeah, once you got between the lines, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, we cool up. Yeah, I don't hear yeah, ain't no shaking no hands with nothing. I made, <laughs> I made, up, I made up fake stories. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna hit you with this question. My one, my one and final question. Give me Kareem Reed's top five opponents all time that you played against your, your your five toughest opponents that you played against it, on any level it could be the street ball it could have been in college whatever the five toughest that stand out to you i know you already mentioned steph so i know steph i know steph gonna be in your top five steph sham god jason kidd uh booger smith mm. And probably uh no disrespect, it's probably gonna be uh this is kinda hard, but I'm saying like <laughs> I said Steph I said Steph Sham. JK Booger Booger And probably you can put, you know. I don't even know. Like I said, it's kind of hard. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's damn in the course. Oh, my fault. I didn't say skip. I'm yeah, grateful. Okay. I'm bugging. Okay. Grateful. Okay. 
Nah, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, you know, like I said, when you played against so many, it's hard to just lock it down into five. You understand what I'm saying? It, but it, the, it's toughest tough. NBA, the toughest NBA person I've got it was Baron Davis. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> no question. Listen, nah, man. Like I said, because like I said, and, and it's funny because like I said, with those five guys, those five guys were that I mentioned was me and Rafa lived together. Me, Rafa, and Steph lived together. We're like we really like lived together. Yeah. In certain parts of our life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We lived together, so it was every day with them three. Yeah, with them no three. doubt, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? No question. Sham was Sham was Sham. When Sham yeah. came, it was everybody was Sham, you know say Sham. Yeah. But yeah, when it was basically like I said, Ray for Steph, Sham Booger. Yep. Absolutely, no question. So yeah, we're gonna wrap this up, man. But you know, I, I you know, I've been waiting for this. And like I said, we talked before this how excited I was to have you on here, mm -hmm. and I appreciate your support. You know, and checking in on my on my show as we try to grow this thing, man. But I, I'm rooting for you, and I hope one day to see that you you here at St. John's, man, bringing this yes. bringing this game back in the metropolitan area like we knew mm -hmm. it was when we when we grow up, man. So thank you so much, man, Rain, for coming on, man. God bless you, man. Keep doing what you're doing, dog. Keep doing what you're doing, man. It's funny because right before we got on, I had one of my uh, my frat brothers down. His son is trying to do a podcast, but he he wound up looking at your page and stuff like mm -hmm. that. He was asking me about, you know, how he get into doing podcasts and stuff like that. I said, man, it's just basically it's the guy that's doing that's doing the podcast and it's the guy, like I said, pumping your pumping your pumping your brand up. Absolutely. Kid, 17 years old, trying to come out with a podcast. So, Yo, definitely tell him to DM me. Definitely tell him to DM yeah, me. I'll, I'll give him I anything I got, man. For sure. I will. All right. I appreciate you, baby. Salute. Yes, sir. All right.